0: Welcome back to another For Distraction podcast night, Saturday night. Let's go, boys. How we doing? I'm Adam. With me, as always, is Scott. What up, what up? What's up, Scott? How we doing? I'm doing pretty good. You know, it's podcast night. I'm ready to go. Like, I'm always excited for uh, when we do this on Saturday nights. Nobody's watching because everybody's partying because everybody's out and about now. You know, COVID's over. Masks are coming off. Is it over? Ready to go.
1: Is it over? I think the worst is behind us. The worst is behind us, definitely, but... I wouldn't say that it's over. That's a little bit of a
0: premature celebration. there, homeboy. Yeah, but boy. like it's never going to be over, though. It's not really going to be over. That's like saying flu's over. We're ready to go. Everybody's ready to fuck. Let's go. Flu's never. Yeah, everybody's over. Everybody's <coughs> ready to fuck. Yeah. Flu. Flu. Yes. So COVID's never going to be over, but we we I think we're on the other side of it. Vaxed, waxed, Time to suck the sacks. <laughs> Uh Scott, you brought uh you brought a little something, something along. I
1: guess it's kinda of the beer of the show. Kinda. Of, I mean, we've been yeah. drinking it all day. Uh Rolling Rock. Rolling yep. Rock, um I know I know we've done Rolling Rock as the beer of the show. We've before. probably done it
0: twice at this point, I would imagine.
1: It's one of my favorite domestics. So growing up as a child, my dad was a rock drinker. Oh really? He always had rolling rock. So when I was a young lad, under the age of twenty one I would steal his beer. So, Rolling Rock was the beer that I would uh, would drink when I was young, because I would steal my dad's beer. So, it made me like it, and I just bought some today. I felt I felt like I was in the mood. It, it goes down easy.
0: It goes yes, it's very much very easy. very easy to go down. Very light. Um, I enjoy Rolling Rock. I like it a lot. Um, it's a nice, casual beer. You know? That's what we're doing. We're having a casual time. Casual beer. Uh yeah it's mm. it's pretty it's good. good it's very good it's not it's not one of those things that has a wow factor but it doesn't always need to be a bad wow factor you know we're good we're good on this one wow. what would you factor. rate your rolling rock I, I don't know i don't know what it was before i don't let's, either let's don't see don't if remember. it changed
1: i would i would invite anyone to be a guest on the show if they're mm. the ones who's like oh well last time you had rolling rock you rated it a 3.75 and this time you're rating it a 3.5 so what, what the heck would that change what the heck changed I don't know. I don't know, man.
0: <coughs> uh, beer changed. Uh, you know, I just you know we grow. Well, that's growth. We've been doing this podcast for how long, Scott? How long are we been doing it now? Five uh, years. Five years. So, six something years, like that. Yeah. It's called growth. People change. You know, ratings change. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so what? What are you giving it?
1: Three, three and a half.
0: Three and a half. Three and a half now. Yeah, buddy. All right, three and a half. Uh, and I give a recommend. It's a solid casual beer. So, so, what's going on, Scott? Um, what do we got going on? Not a whole lot. How's your gaming going? You've been doing some gaming on doing our on
1: our For Your Distraction YouTube channel. Doing a little
0: bit gaming. It's um, it's going all right. You know, I've got a bunch of episodes up right there. Actually, as we're doing this right now, I'm in the middle of uploading another episode, which will go up on Monday. Um, I'm just keeping it casual. I'll be honest with you, it's not it's not like anything like the podcast where it's a lot of me bantering and a lot of just talking and stuff like that. It's more of content for the channel that pe- for people who like video games and it's an ex- if I'm being honest it's an excuse for me to play video games guilt free without feeling like a lazy bastard is really okay. what it is really what it is i feel like i'm being more productive by sitting down and playing video games so but you know if you're interested there's a bunch of episodes of mass effect on there playing the first one i'm gonna try to finish i'm gonna try to finish by the end of summer and then maybe next summer i'll do two and kind of keep going like that because i don't know i don't know if i'll be able to stick with the schedule that i'm on when school starts i'll be a lot more busier so we'll see about that um but yeah
1: Okay, so you've been playing video games. Yeah,
0: have you been listening to uh,
1: any podcasts or anything of that? nature? I always
0: listen to podcasts, Scott. What are you listening to listen right to now? Podcasts. I listen to a lot of Kevin Smith stuff. Obviously, I'm a fanboy. A lot of a lot of a lot of T stuff. You know, some some of their stuff. Okay. I like doing so. That's that's kind of basically it. I kind of flip flop between those ones and like a few other YouTube. There's one that's I think it's pretty cool called Chilluminati, which is like three YouTubers who like. Go down like those like conspiracy stories and like those monster of the week kind of stories where there's like talk about like a weird story like they haven't done this but like Bermuda Triangle or the Loch Ness Monster or you know some like weird stories they kind of cover that it's pretty cool it's pretty cool if you're into that kind of stuff. Hmm. You know,
1: well, what about your uh, your boy Joe Rogan? You've been you've been I listening. Have,
0: uh, I have not listened to Joe Rogan. He's under some heat some again line. right now. Again, mm-hmm. i say that's that. Yeah, you've 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 mentioned that a few mm-hmm. times. You sent me some links on Facebook. You mm-hmm. know, you know, saying that you know you're going to keep defending him and things like that. I'll be mean, honest. I haven't since he went to Spotify. I haven't listened to a single episode. Why it, is that? It's because I don't know if it's maybe my app, but I what I think it is because now Jerrigan's exclusively on Spotify. You can only find a shit on Spotify and YouTube. I think he still uploads uh, his stuff to YouTube as well, but you can't really find, it as far as I know, on like iTunes or SoundCloud or any of the third-party apps that like I used to listen to podcasts. So like, I haven't listened. I haven't even seen it updated in a long time. So I'm like, I guess I'm just not listening to it now. But just it's fine. It is what it is. I, I don't know about you, Scott. When it comes to me and podcasts, I want one app to listen to my podcast and that's it. I do not want to navigate to different apps. I don't want to be like, well, I listen to this on Spotify and I listen to this on SoundCloud and I go to my third party app to listen to this one. No, that's that's bullshit. I hate that. That's too much work. This it's not Netflix or Hulu Prime. Forget that nonsense. I pick get my app. So that's kind of where I'm at.
1: So that was the deal breaker? That's what did it?
0: yeah i until until he goes back look i know i know scott okay i know okay you know he's been saying a lot of crazy shit things that even i'm saying is fucking insane he's been saying a lot of crazy shit over this past year with covid and everything like that i would say that he's taking a i guess the political the diplomatic approach he's taking a very unique position on things um i.e. crazy, but I feel like you wanna talk about so I feel like you wanna bring something up.
1: It's just we talked about this a long time ago for our newer (laughs) listeners. Um, I used to also be a fan of Joe Rogan. Not never as much as you, Adam. You were you were definitely dare I say a fanboy? I was
0: absolutely not a fanboy. I just enjoy I just enjoyed the podcast is what well, it was. And there's a lot of and there's a lot of cool things I learned from the podcast. Like I listened to Dan Carlin's Hardcore History. Like that's a great history podcast that I wouldn't have found out if he wasn't on Joe Rogan. You know, things like that. So
1: So I mean a lot of like we have Dr. Phil, thanks to Oprah. Like we have the Steve Wilkix show, thanks to Jerry Springer. I don't
0: know why you're comparing. I like I'm just you're com- saying feel I like don't you're think comparing a, apples to oranges here. I, I
1: don't think a spinoff has any relevance to the. It's conversation. not a spin-off.
0: It's not a spinoff show. It's just I discovered it through there. He was a guest on the show, and I liked what he had to say, and I liked you know hearing about history stuff, really cool history facts. I'm like, cool. I'll check this. podcast But his out. podcast
1: existed. Before he was ever promoted by Joe Rogan,
0: I uh, yeah it yeah, did okay, it did okay. but I just didn't know about it. I see that's okay. what it is.
1: All right. Well, my point is, I I hate to bring up a hot button issue here because in the past it got it, we had a pretty heated discussion. Yeah, you were defending Rogan, and I, I as I said I was a fan of Bear him. Bear in mind,
0: I, I know I. I did not defend what he said. I just defended, well, I don't see any reason why, what's so wrong with him saying some of the stuff he said. That's mainly what it came down to. I was like, I don't, you know.
1: I, as I was saying, I, I did like Joe Rogan. I listened to several episodes of Joe Rogan. This is back when the whole election was happening and everything was fucked up in the world right then. Um, but my, my argument about him back then was, and why He's I. He's done with
0: the 2016 election? The twenty No, the 2020 election. Oh, the 2020. Yeah.
1: I, don't, I didn't fuck with him anymore, uh, maybe 2019 even, before that, because it was the primaries and stuff. The why, why I stopped fucking with Rogan was because he seemed fake to me. Because he would have like Tulsi Gabbard on, and he would have Bernie Sanders on, and he would be kind of sucking their dicks a little bit. Like, really agreeing with... And, and I loved it. I loved it. I totally, totally was on board, because I love them, and... Uh, Pete Buttigieg was another one he had yeah. on, just like people like that that I agree with for the most part. And here he is on the show, just like stroking him off, saying yeah, yeah, yeah. Then he turns around and has like a Ben Shapiro on and a, oh some of the other people on there. And he just, he just turns around, and does the same thing to them. That was my argument in the first place. That's what personally turned yeah. me
0: off. My and my argument for that was Joe Rogan's a guy. Who can have a conversation with anybody no matter what their beliefs are. Unlike you, who once you find out somebody voted for Trump, you immediately hate their guts and think they're a racist piece of shit. I think it
1: says a lot about your character, yes. Even
0: though we both know people who have voted for Trump who we are currently still in contact with and talk to.
1: And I think it says a lot about their character. I, I really do. I really yes. do. Um, everyone has character flaws, you and I included. Yeah. That's a big one. That's a big one for me. You have to really make up for it in other areas. And frankly, uh the assholes that Rogan had on his show that was letting their balls bounce off his chin were basically not people. They they were one trick ponies. They they were they were tunnel vision, they had one issue there was there was no substance to them and he prayed them around like a dog and pony show like they like they had more to offer which plain and simple it wasn't the case but that's fine I'm not gonna knock it i we always has, say,
0: everybody has their opinions.
1: Right, right. That was just my thing <laughs> and you defended him to the end of the world. And we let we let that be. That was a long time ago time has passed. Rogan has has uh I think it's ever since he moved and now he's strictly Spotify and he's, he's under some pressure. He might be dropped by Spotify here because some of the things he's saying, um, he might be getting censored. Like, you know how like when Trump starts posting lies and things out there that, that are dangerous, he gets banned from Facebook and Twitter and all these avenues. That's the route that Rogan's going to be going. And if you look at his numbers, he was the most popular podcast in oh, yeah. the world. He, was... he is drowning. Like people are jumping ship right now because of some of the comments he's made. He's made multiple comments kind of sexist things and and the the latest one that he's under a lot of pressure for was that he says that he doesn't think healthy people should be should get the
0: vaccine. <clears throat> I did hear about him saying yeah. he, like some stuff. He made like that, that yeah. comment,
1: and and he's not a scientist. He's not a doctor. No. He has no expertise in this in this area and everyone who is a scientist or doctor is saying no. Absolutely don't listen to Joe Rogan who is a mixed martial arts announcer, podcast host and former reality host. Please don't listen to that guy. That's, listen to us who have PhDs and, and have studied been,
0: virology our entire adult lives. And that's kind of always been his thing a little bit. Like he he has a guest on who tells him something. He tells him something that... And he, like, <laughs> wholeheartedly believes that. Like, he like he might he might have a doctor on or scientist on who has, like, a different way of looking at it or is saying something different. And he will take that opinion and run with it and run with it and run with it. And that's kind of like how he does it until he gets somebody else who's a professional who tells him, like, on a show, like, hey, that's dumb. Like, you shouldn't be doing, like, this and that and all this other shit. He said that, um through the entire pandemic he was saying shit like he was talking about masks mm-hmm. and he was talking about like i mean you know elderly people yeah and the sick people they should wear masks but like we don't all need to wear masks and stuff like that and i'm like mm, maybe you don't want to parade that kind of information out there you know it's your opinion i guess but the thing was i i had heard that and it was an episode that bill burr was on i saw the clip on it and i've I've become a big fan of Bill Burr over the past few years. The past couple of years, he's put a lot of stuff out there that I've really liked, some um, some media stuff. He's got that uh, show on Netflix, epic for Family. Mm-hmm. I like that. I think it's a pretty funny show. Um, but just like in general, just like Bill Burr, I kind of like a lot. And he was on that episode and he was telling him like, that's like super ma- overly masculine kind of stuff that you're talking about. Oh, I'm, the ma- I'm a man. I sh- shouldn't be afraid to wear right. a mask. And he was kind of like poking at the bear a little bit telling him that like that's a dumb thing to say
1: yeah like bill burr and uh john mulaney like yeah. I, I enjoy those guys but the more content i consume by them i kind of realize like it's always the same shit with them like like they're not <clears throat> diverse enough for me like it's like Bill Burge just this fucking loud, obnoxious guy who yells and swears with a Boston accent. And he's funny as shit. Yeah. But it's like, how much fucking Boston accent yelling can I handle? Like Every I'll n- go watch a Scorsese movie if I want to get any more of that.
0: Yeah, but that's not fun that's not fun. That's good it's good, but it's not I just, fun.
1: I just I just lose interest, man. I just lose interest.
0: But you don't like comedians mm. in general. I
1: like good quality comedians. There's ones that just stick with me. That Gilbert
0: I, is a good quality
1: comedian. I'm not you saying just don't. he's not. I'm just saying, like, like, do you remember when Dane Cook was the fucking cock of the walk? Everybody yeah. was on his nuts. What, all he did was fucking pantomime around stage and thrust his pelvis. And, and it was funny for the first eight months. And then after that, it was kind of like, this is fucking old. Yeah. We, like, do something else. And Dan Cook was, well, I can't fucking do anything else. So now he's yeah. irrelevant. Yeah. I kind of feel that's Bill Burr. Like, he needs some material that that just evolves with, with the culture. Like, like you can be cynical when it comes to all these movies. So I, I have the right to be cynical when it comes to these fucking comedians. I didn't say you didn't. Right. But back to back to rogan because one thing i remember when we argued the last time and and it was true and what you said was true i agree with you because i have listened to him enough to realize that this is how he is you're like you know he has his convictions he stands by them and he just even though he flip-flops when he has his guests on but when he's by himself he holds true and he doesn't he doesn't pretend to be something he's not or and you and i was like he should apologize you're like he's not going to apologize He would never apologize. Okay, you're right. You're right. Well, after this last kerfuffle, he has come out with a public apology, which is kind of out of his realm, and some of the hardcore Rogan fans... Who were who were in your camp before are now pissed at him for coming out in public apologizing.
0: I couldn't give I couldn't give two shits Where Ex- he apologized it, or not. Yeah, exactly. Care less. It's
1: just it's just he's damned if he doesn't. He's damned if he doesn't. He is. He is. And, I, and, I, and, and yeah, he's like, that's
0: fine. That's fine if he apologizes. I don't think he needs to apologize. Like like I don't th- like he's he he said some shit. But I think he said general shit. He didn't say anything about anybody specific or anything like that. At least that I heard. At least that I heard. So it's like, if one person just gets up there and says their opinion, that's their opinion. It's like um, Fox News. Well, who's the... Who, what's what's his name? The douchebag that we see all the time? We Tucker talk, Carlson. Tucker Carlson, yeah. He's a fucking douchebag. He's fucking a, piece of he's shit. He's a regular yep. piece of shit. I don't think he needs to apologize for anything he says. Because anybody that listens to him and takes it seriously and, and, rap and basically uses what he says to... Um, influence their entire lives are dumb dumb in the first place. So that's that's how I feel about Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan is, if anybody listens to Joe Rogan, which I, I never did this. I like listening to him, but I never did this. If anybody listens to Joe Rogan and then takes what he says and influences their life with it, they're just fucking dumb in the first place. They shouldn't be doing that. True, true. Here's the thing, though. <clears throat>
1: I And people, it, it, it's... Stupid people. Fuck stupid people. Yes, dumb people. Fo- a couple of years back, I don't know if you remember this. Fox News—they got sued for putting like fake news out there and spreading false information that. and false lies. And they were going to lose this lawsuit. Guess what? They ended up winning. Do you know how
0: they won this suit? Didn't they? Wasn't it something that they said that they were in entertainment? They got um, their station. Yes. Yeah. Okay. They got their attorney to go to the court and say
1: we're not really news we are news entertainment yeah just like the wwe studio wrestling it's It's not not really wrestling it's entertainment and that's what we are and if people actually believe us then that's on them and that was their defense yeah and guess what they won on that defense
0: yeah and so now fox news even though it's fox news it's an entertainment station it's that's, what, bullshit. that's what yes. they said they were
1: yes that's what they said they were yeah but there's still dumb people out there that takes their word like they're a real legitimate news agency which by themselves by themselves admitting they are fucking not yeah and and that's kind of that's kind of in the realm of
0: Joe Rogan, too. Yeah, yeah it kind of is, But yeah. people still buy into that horn yeah. shit. Yeah, Dumb now, fewer people. and fewer Dumb are now. people! Yeah, that's yeah. what I mean. That's why I'm hoping that there are fewer p- people buying into the Fox News stuff. I'm mm. sure there are fewer free people buying into the Joe Rogan stuff. Because he's, he's not a smart person. He's not really a smart... He's never been a... He's a great... Entertainer? Yes, and he's a great interviewer question mark he's like a great interview the way that um Mm -hmm. jimmy Fallon's a great interviewer or conan o'brien's great interviewer. he's great Mm -hmm. at talking to people one-on-one whether that's you know factual good stuff or not i don't know it's up to you i guess but it's he's just he's a great entertainer that's what he is that's entirely what he is like i when i listen to joe rogan it's the one podcast where I actually read the description of it because I want to see who was going to be on the podcast. Okay. And if it was like some political dude, unless it's somebody like I knew like Bernie Sanders, or something like that. If it's some political dude, talking politics or somebody talking about hunting or sports, something like that. I skipped the fucking episodes. I'm like, I don't want to watch, listen to this. But if it was like, a scientist on there because he's had a few scientists on there. He's had Neil about... deGrasse Tyson on before. He's had Neil deGrasse and some lesser known ones too. Mm-hmm. Like, I've, I've heard of the scientists talk about like um, physics and uh, stuff like, right. like astrophysics and um, um, the new experimental fix. It. What the fuck is it called? Never mind. <laughs> um, but like, if he if had somebody on there talking about, you know, anything like that, philosophy, you know, music or something like that, I'm like, all right, cool. I'll give this a listen. I'll see what they say. So that's kind of what I did. Yeah. You know? And that's what I would hope that other people do i hope there isn't anybody out there that was like hardcore enough i'm sure they are i'm hoping there was anybody out there hardcore enough that listened to every single joe rogan episode start to finish no matter what like those people are nuts well you are definitely
1: taking a lesser stance than you did last time and i think there's
0: a lot of people in the same boat as you i think i'm not i'm I'm not gonna defend like there was a time where like yeah i I defended him when he said certain things, because not because like I agreed with him, because, but I was like, so what? He said some shit. Like it's, like he didn't say anything about anybody specific, and he just he says some shit that I disagree with. And if you agree with it, then you're an idiot. Like he says so himself in a bunch of episodes. Like I'm not a smart person. I'm just a dude who likes to talk to people. Like that's what I am. And he puts it on front the same way that Fox put it on front Street during that lawsuit. Like hey, we're not news. We're entertainment. Mm-hmm. That's kind of what it is.
1: I just think you can see his influence is maybe waning right now, and uh, I don't know. What do you think the future holds? Uh, I think Joe you'd Rose? have to check
0: his YouTube channel to see how many subscribers he still has, and see his last video and see what uh, um, how many views it got. I'm not gonna do that. I'll do it. I'll, I'll check YouTube real quick. Um, I, I'm because I'm curious. Has he? Because he had like what millions of su- subscribers and shit like that.
1: Uh, I don't have the slightest idea. I know he was the number one most popular podcast in the world. And and dare I say (laughs) well-respected? Now he's kind of... As a
0: podcaster, he was, yeah. He's kind of now the... The punchline of a lot of jokes. He's always he's always been kind of the punchline of a lot of it's, jokes. It, like the it, it's classic, different. It's different. It's different now, but the classic joke has always been with Joe Rogan. You see the memes all the fucking time. I saw them for years, and they're absolutely true because I would hear this for a lot of times. The classic joke was somebody talking to Joe Rogan about something interesting and him nodding his head like, yeah, that's really interesting. Have you ever tried DMT? And that was the classic name because he always talks about edibles and shit like that. His current subscriber base right now is 2.7 million. Um, I don't know what it was before, but if you look at his most recent videos, so let's look back three days ago. He had Neil deGrasse Tyson on that video has 1.7 million. That doesn't count. That's Neil deGrasse Tyson. Neil deGrasse Tyson so. going to have a big pool on his it own. Is. Uh, but go back a few more videos. Uh, his average is about the 400,000 to 600,000 mark. But if you go even further back, he was getting 700,000 to So stuff it like has that. gone down. I think for, for some, yes. I think, I think it has gone down a little bit. So, interesting
1: why is that
0: i don't know maybe people are like yeah so he was cool but like now he's kind of being a douchebag about the whole COVID thing hmm. so
1: okay well
0: that's why i mean i say it too he's i said it on the when you uh posted that thing on my facebook i commented back i was like yeah he's been a real fucking douchebag this past year yeah. about this whole mask wearing Like shit. i
1: said that's why i don't fuck with him anymore <clears throat> that's fine
0: okay uh, so there's something I want to talk about real quick. Sure, and we're going to get into the Bad Batch here in a minute. But there's something I want to talk about real quick. So the new movie Cruella, starring okay. Emma Stone, is yeah. coming.
1: Yeah, I saw the trailer for yes. it. Yes,
0: and there's been this thing that Disney's been doing for a long time, where they're taking their villains and they're giving the backstory on them, and they're seeing how they became like who they are. To, who they are in the movie that we watched them, and for some of those films, has well, been they
1: did it with Maleficent. I yeah. What else did they do it with?
0: They did it. Um... Shit! Which one of the else they do it with? I I, mean, that, I, I thought mean, they, they did. They, it, I thought they did with a, a few other ones. Maybe I'm wrong. They did it with Maleficent. They know they did it with Maleficent, and it Maleficent. made
1: stupid amounts of money. Yeah. So much so that it it made a sequel, which wasn't as well received. Maybe that's
0: what I'm thinking of. Maybe but, I'm just thinking of. But these I really
1: liked it. Uh, but in the vein of their live action adaptations of classic animated films, you could you could put it into that umbrella. Under okay. the, under
0: that umbrella. Okay. And it's, so then forgetting what I just said, okay. because you're the Disney guy and I was yeah. I was incorrect about that. But just talking about this movie in general, I'm wondering why they chose to do Cruella okay. as like an origin, because isn't isn't the whole point of, of um an origin story like this kind of like show you, oh yeah, I understand why this person's evil. Maybe they're not really so bad after all, you know, they had like a shitty origin, this kind of other thing. But Cruella's a character who in the movie, I don't know if you remember 101 Dalmatians. She wanted to skin puppies alive for okay. their pelt. Yeah. That's not really a redeemable person. That's not really somebody you're going to look back and be like, oh, I understand why she wants to skin puppies alive. I understand now. Like, isn't the whole point of, like, I'm trying to figure out who I'm going to root for in this movie if I watch it. Like, who am I, am I going to watch this and be like, yeah, Cruella, fuck yeah. I, see, I understand your plight of who you've been and, like, what, what's going on with you.
1: I mean how is that any different than slaughtering pigs or foxes for their fur or cows for their meat to like dogs aren't animals. And I know we look at dogs differently than we do say cattle. Yeah. But why? What, what makes it different?
0: I'm not saying it's different. That's evil too. If you're, if you're, I'm I'm the guy who uh, yeah, went I'm I the know. guy who went a year who and stopped eating meat for a year and now a couple times a month I have the occasional chicken but I make sure that I buy the expensive stuff that comes from cage-free non-factory farm kind of kind of bullshit. So, you know, I'm the, I understand that meat eating is part of nature. We are omnivores, we have both plants and animals. Like that's it's just part of nature. But like I think there's a difference between Killing a cow for meat and skinning a puppy alive.
1: So what about uh, killing, like, natives that would kill a buffalo and skin it and use its pelt for clothes?
0: I think there's a difference if it's alive or dead. If you're skinning it alive, that's evil.
1: How did you know? She was going to drown the puppies. She was going to kill the puppies by
0: drowning them. If I remember correctly... She was going to skin him alive.
1: I don't think so. I'm pretty sure. So. I
0: think you need to re-watch that movie.
1: No, she, I thought there was a whole conversation. She was talking to Jasper and Horace about how do you how do you want us to do it. And She's like, I don't know, drown them.
0: Maybe I watched a darker version of that movie than uh, you did, Scott. But I seem to remember her wanting to skin him I alive. I don't know. Maybe she wasn't as explicit about it. By saying it that way, obviously you can't say, I want you to skin him alive in a... In a uh, kids movie but
1: i mean she was a don't get me wrong i'm not i'm just devil's advocate here because she was a pretty horrible person like who the fuck wants to skid the dogs at all whether they're alive or dead to make a fucking fur coat i mean and she was like a rich greedy capitalist so let's see if they portray her that way in the film I don't know. I'm not. I'm not going to shit all over a movie until I see it.
0: From the from what I'm seeing in the trailer, um, I get the idea that they're portraying Cor- and I. Maybe it's not this way in the movie, but from the trailer perspective, I get the idea they're portraying Cruella as like this <laughs> underdog badass character, like devil wears Prada kinda of character. Right, like, right. I got that who's vibe like, too. Who's like, you know, I'm you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna put my mark on the world and I'm gonna, you know, do this and you know, think I'm gonna show these people that I'm a fucking badass and every, and all this other shit. So that's kinda the what I got from it a little bit.
1: Okay. I mean, that doesn't change the fact that she could be a shitty person.
0: <clears throat> I don't know. It's just, it sh- it just the way portrayed her. I'm like, this is not like a hero. This is not like somebody I want to root for. And, and we talked about this. What was the... Um, oh, it was Uncut Gems. We talked about this, and I said, like, I like the movie. It's a good movie. But, like, I want somebody to... I, I want at least one person to root for. I want... And there was nobody to root for in the movie, mm-hmm. and I found the movie difficult to watch. So, I have a feeling I'm going to have a difficult time watching this movie because I'm like, that's the main character, but I can't root for her because I know what she becomes and what she is. She's a devil, a devil woman.
1: Uh, it, it was interesting how they did it with Maleficent because she was a pretty solid baddie in the mo- animated movie Sleeping Beauty. Yeah, she was. Guy. She was pretty evil, and that was her thing. But then when they did the live action Angelita Jolie version, you kind of saw a different side of her. And you saw that there was a method to her madness, if you will. Why she acts the way she did. And how it was fake news. The Queen was spreading these lies about how horrible she was. And, and it, was, it, was a, it was a refreshing take on a classic story we know. So, so this I'm not- is going to be
0: like fake news or Pongo and Perdita are actually like Really, really vicious dogs, and they attack her, and she's like, "Well, I'm going to get them back for this shit."
1: Who knows? I'm not going to
0: speculate until I actually see the film. I Maybe wish you, I wish you would. I think it'd be more fun if you did. I Wish you would.
1: I, well, that, that what you I mean that, what you said could very well happen. What I think is going to happen, I think you're going to see how you nailed it. You said a a, a very devil wears Prada vibe. I think it looks like Emma Stone is portraying a young Cruella Deville because she, yeah, she, was, she wasn't young. She wasn't young older She was old. She's gonna be young in this film, and it's her getting her start in the fashion industry and getting just treated and horribly and disrespected and, and maybe driven to her breaking point. I'd like to see like a psychological thriller. I would like to see some mental health and behavioral health issues in Cruella. Or whatever her name happens to be. I don't know. It seems like she takes on the moniker Corella DeVille later on in the film. I got that vibe from it, too. So maybe it's like, oh, the old Taylor can't come to the phone right now. Why? Because she's dead. One, one of those instances. Oh, yeah. You like my Taylor Swift. Oh, yeah, your you know? t-
0: Taylor Swift impression is spot on. I know, on. right? I love, spot. I love me some T-Swift. Are you gonna pay for it when it comes out on Disney Plus? Um, or Are you gonna wait till they inevitably? You know, make it free? it's coming out soon. It's it, it's yeah. out now, I think. Is it out now? It might be. It
1: might have just come out. I am uh I'm quite busy this next coming month, so I'm certainly not gonna do it right away. And if I have to wait that long, I might as well just wait, wait till it's finalized yeah. and comes out. Then
0: you wait for Mulan I, too.
1: I ended up waiting for Mulan. I did, which you had nothing going on then. I I haven't. uh, Raya, Raya, the the Last Dragon, did it. I didn't buy that. I'm waiting for that one. I think Black Widow is going to be my purchase.
0: I won't even do that one. I'm going to. Uh, that's fine. I won't even. I'm, Day I'm not, numero uno. I'm not excited for the Black Widow. I'm not really all that excited oh, for it. Oh, I'm it's, so excited for fine, it. It's fine, but it's like, it's a. I know what happens to Black Widow in the end. She dies. You know, I know I know that's the end of the end of her saga. So what do I care about her prequel? I'm so
1: excited for it.
0: Uh, did you see the trailer for The Eternals? I didn't. You did? I did. Um. Not, not too. I, I'll be honest with you. I'm not excited for it. Only because I don't know shit about The Eternals. I know very little. I know very little about their backstory. I never read the comic books. I never watched any of the, any cartoon where they were involved in or anything like that. So like, I'm not. It's not one of those ones. I'm really like, oh shit! I can't wait to see this on on the big screen or on my TV or anything like that. I don't know. How do you feel about the Eternals?
1: Um, I'm looking forward to it because it's MCU, and anything no. they do, they anything they touch turns <clears> to gold. <throat> so I'm excited for it.
0: I Almost. think it looks good. There, there are some MCU stinkers out there. Almost.
1: Um, speaking of Angelita Jolie, she's in it. Yes. Um, our boy Kit Harrington from Game of Thrones, yeah. he's in it. Uh, a couple other, a couple of the faces I recognized, but uh, I'm not sure the characters they're playing or what kind of a role they play. But I, I am. I'm I'm looking forward to turtles. I, I
0: don't get why. So the entire idea of the Eternals is that like there's these ultimate beings, but they just kind of like watch humanity and they don't like get involved. And so that's going to be the reason for why they didn't get involved in Thanos when all that thing went shit went down. Yeah, that's my they're, beef. Like, they're like, oh, we don't get involved in humanity. But like in the trailer, it shows them getting involved with early humanity, teaching them agriculture and all this sort of shit, how to survive. That's getting involved with humanity. That's getting involved in what their shit is.
1: I don't know. We got we got to wait and see. We got to wait and see. But that's one that I'm definitely gonna watch when it comes out, and we'll watch this space because we will report back and tell you all about it. I know because
0: you're you're really waiting for us. You you want to know what we think, Scott? Speaking Adam. of speaking of things that we're reporting on, let's talk about the Bad Batch. The Bad Batch. Did Bad you watch Batch. it? I did watch. I'd watch it today. Um it was, it was an episode about them taking on a... They needed some, like, information. They're trying to figure out who that bounty hunter was that was uh, uh, trying to get Turns Omega. Turns out you were
1: right. It was Fennec. I knew that's... You were right. Good I job. Knew. Yeah. Ming, Nei, Ming Na Wen, who I love her. Yeah. Love her. She... Yeah, Fennec.
0: Yeah, that's her. So... Um, but the entire episode is about them finding this contact the Jedi used mm-hmm. during the Clone Wars... Um, to uh, get information so that they can figure out who this bounty hunter is and everything like that. And they, she gives them a mercenary mission so that they can go to this on the other side of the planet where these slavers are who kidnapped. We think it's a child, but really it's a baby uh, rancor. Cool. It was it. It was cool. That's
1: the rancor though from Java's palace. Yeah, I know. That's so cool. Yeah, here's you don't sound that excited about so, it. So. I,
0: I'm gonna be honest I love with you. I'm the gonna callbacks. be honest with you. I almost didn't want, watch this episode because I forgot to, and that's my problem. With this whole fucking show is—it's. I'm not excited to watch it, so I never remember to watch it. Like I om- i almost forgot to watch it. It's a fine show. It's just not grabbing me. So it's, it's kind of boring. It's not really going where I wanted to go.
1: I enjoyed the first couple episodes, and then
0: it got kind of boring. I don't need to see their space. Adventures. I want to see how they exist in the galaxy as a whole. Like, if we're gonna do the Bad Batch, I want to know like what they're doing, what's going on. Like, I don't need these micro adventures. Is my entire point. These micro adventures are like not for me.
1: See, I loved it. I feel like this was a a standalone like Monster of the Week episode that I really liked. I liked this one more than I've done the last couple. I like overall
0: story. See, I'm the opposite here. I want the big stuff.
1: I felt like this, I felt like I was watching, we love Mandalorian. Yeah. I felt like this was a Mandalorian because what happens in Mandalorian? He's got something he needs to do. He's got to go to this planet to do it. He goes to this planet. The person at the planet says, yes, I can help you with this thing. But first you have to do this for me side tasks like a video game yeah this is the exact same side thing. quests are
0: the worst part about video games yes. scott you know why people do side quests first so that they can power level and so they're strong enough so they can go do the main quest they save the main quest for the last thing because they want to experience that if the main if the side quests were the greatest thing they would save those for last
1: well i don't know about all that because i'm not a gamer you're not but. no But I like that. I do a lot of
0: side quests in Mass Effect. I do a lot of side quests in Mass Effect. Tune in. Yeah, tune in Tune tune in in to Mass Effect.
1: For your distraction on YouTube. Yeah. But uh, I don't know. It's just not... I like it. I liked it.
0: I just don't care. I don't care about anybody now. You know what I I wanted? You know
1: what I wanted? You had... What's the guy's name? Jabba's assistant with the... I I always forget his name. Oh. um, Some of the P...
0: Anyway, yeah, he's, he's the pink dude with the with yeah whitish
1: pink looking yeah thing. whatever his name is. I'm I'm drawing a blank right now. But then you had two more G-
0: pin for Bosan. I don't know. You had you had like
1: uh, him and two Gamorrean guards there. Yes, that was cool. And they came to pick up the rancor. <clears throat> I wanted to see the rancor keeper from Return of the Jedi. Yeah, you know the guy who had like the, the short He was like. No, he was, like, tall and, like, huge and fat, and his nipples were out.
0: Yeah, it he was pudgy, yeah.
1: Yeah, and, and when the Rancor got, spoiler crying, alert, he, cried. he got killed by Luke, trapped him in the door. He was laying there, sitting there, crying. Yeah. Like, I wanted that guy to be there to pick him up. That
0: would have been cool. That sure. would have been
1: real cool. I
0: love that guy. I don't know. It's not... <laughs> The show's not exciting me. It's not grabbing I'm me. I'm sorry
1: about that. But but, like, I, like
0: you said, the first couple of were cool. first
1: couple were cool. The next couple were me. It's losing me. This one was good. I feel like it reminded me of Mandalorian. Every episode of Mandalorian is that way. Every episode. He goes somewhere to do something and he has to do something else. That's the whole point of The Mandalorian. That's what this was. The Bad Batch. We're going there to find out who this bounty hunter was, and she'll. She's like, "Oh, I'll tell you, but first you got to go save this Rancor."
0: Like, yeah, but okay. The we love the Mandalorian. That was cool. But do you know the? Do you know why Mandalorian was so popular? There's the overarching story of Baby Yoda.
1: That's why. Who
0: is Baby Yoda? Baby
1: Yoda. What why, is yeah. going on
0: with Baby Yoda? It's the Baby Yoda show. Everyone. Yeah, it's what it is. It's the Sorry, Baby Yoda show. Baby Yoda. But that's what—that's why everybody tuned in. Everybody's like, "What's going on with Baby Yoda?" Oh, you know, Mandalorian—he's—he took on a job so he can hunt out th- Fuck the Mandalorian! What the fuck is going on, with Baby Yoda? That's why everybody tuned in. I don't know. I'm—I need a Baby Yoda in the show. That's what I need. And it's not a—it's Ome- not Omega. It's not Omega. Omega. <coughs> Omega not, is not—is not the Baby Yoda Echo. of the show. Echo. Racker. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I did it last week. I can't do it anymore. Yeah. Hunter.
0: Uh, I'm done talking about the show. Okay, I'm, right, done. I'm, done, I'm done. I'm done talking about it. We're done. We'll now. see. We'll see what I think is like what episode five. I think is yeah, next we'll until s- next week. We'll see. We'll see what that brings us. Hey Scott, mm-hmm. it's a it's a it's a course cinema time. Cinema. To remind everybody, we do need a little jingle to play this, but you know we'll get on that someday. Um, to remind everybody, what our course and picks for this week were. You had me watch. What happened to Monday? On Netflix, a mm-hmm. Netflix original movie. And I had you watch Gemini Man starring Will Smith on Hulu. Uh, who went first last time? Do you remember? You
1: did. It's my turn to go first. Your turn to go.
0: All right. Gemini Man.
1: So yeah, um, this was a movie that I knew about. I It was on my list to watch. I hadn't gotten around to it. So I'm glad you made me watch it. Love Will Smith. I'm such a Will Smith fan. He's great. This movie was also, uh, I didn't realize going into this, directed by Ang Lee, who I love. Yeah. And Jerry Brockheimer produced it. If I had have known that, I would have said, oh, this is Brockheimer's work? <laughs> There's going to be so much action, and it was very it was action. There's a lot of action. action. But before we get into the movie, there was something I was thinking about as I'm watching this. And I'm loving Will Smith, and I think he did such a great job at this role. It was, it was, a, diff- it was a difficult role to do. It was. And I was thinking about it. Let's do a top ten... Will Smith Films.
0: You love your lists. I love my lists. <laughs> you love your lists.
1: I love my list. Starting, did you do them in order?
0: I actually did them in order this time. Thank God. Let's do from the lowest to the highest. Yes, let's Zero. do it. You wanted to do this, you go first. Okay, so my number 10
1: is kind of a little bit thinking out of the box. I really, really, really like this movie. I probably should have put it higher on this list, but the reason I put it at number 10 is because it's Different. uh Will Smith isn't the main character. In fact, he plays a very small role, and he's a cameo. Oh, that's
0: that's not a Will Smith movie. He's then. a
1: cameo of himself. He's in it.
0: I know what movie you're talking I'm about. I'm talking about Jersey Girl. Yes, he's. That's not a Will Smith movie. That's such a cheat. That's such a cheat. That's it's not, my number ten. That's fine. uh He's in it. No, my opinion of this pick is it's not a Will Smith movie, so it shouldn't count.
1: Well, fuck you. It's my. <laughs>
0: What's your number ten, asshole? Aladdin. Okay, the guess what? So my number list. nine
1: is my number nine is Aladdin. Yeah,
0: he was he was a good genie. He was a he good was, genie. He was actually a pretty good genie. I was really pumped. Mm-hmm. He's the only good thing about that movie, I would say. Probably, probably the only good. the music was good. The music was pretty fun, but he was probably the only good thing about that movie, in my opinion. I so. liked the
1: movie, but I think he was the best part of the movie. Really liked
0: him in that. Aladdin was my number nine. Okay, um, so my number nine, uh, I chose Men in Black 3 Men in Black 2 sucked Men in Black 2 sucked but Men in Black 3 was pretty watchable it was not great but it was still pretty watchable and had some good stuff
1: going on in there so okay Men in Black 3 not a bad pick yeah my number 8 I chose iRobot okay uh Fun film, fun film, interesting idea. Cool,
0: futuristic stuff going on. Very I, futuristic. Not dystopian. You know, it looks like a, like a positive future thing. Yep. Like, really cool stuff going on there. Okay. Um, Bad Boys was my number eight. Bad Boys was your number eight? Yes, okay. so Bad Boys. I put that on my number eight. I And I put it low because I've, I've only seen that movie a handful of times. Very mm. Maybe once or twice I've seen that movie, and that's it. So I, I don't have a lot of good memories of that movie, so it's... It's a good movie, though. Um, I'm going to skip to my number seven, though, because mine is iRobot. So, oh, you had seven yeah. was iRobot? iRobot was seven.
1: iRobot was my eight. Okay. My number seven. A uh, little bit outside the box here. I don't know if you've seen this film. I like it. The
0: movie Concussion. I've not seen that, no.
1: No, I liked it. Will Smith plays a, a, a doctor who's uh, investigating CTE. Which is the the brain trauma, which causes like forms of dementia and yeah and causes people to, to, to have, commit suicide. He's going against the NFL on this. Uh, it's based on a true story. Mm. Uh, it's actually filmed in Pittsburgh, which is kind of cool. I enjoyed that movie. Didn't think I would as much as I did.
0: Aren't those the best movies? The movies yeah. where you watch me, like, I don't know if I'm like this movie and you come out and you're like that's a great fucking yeah, I movie. I watched
1: it because it was filmed in Pittsburgh starring Will Smith. I'm like, oh this is I'll check it out. You understand me now, real... Scott?
0: This is why it takes such a negative attitude towards movies going into it because I want to enjoy it. and Enjoyment is so much better if you hate it going in. Okay, Concussion is my number seven. All right, go ahead and do your number six because I did my seven, robot. Okay, my number six is Hancock. My number six too, Hancock. Hey, Hancock. Hancock. Yeah, okay.
1: Great it's, minds, I suppose.
0: Yeah, it, it brought us the oh, if Superman comes, he shoots bullets through his fucking ceiling. Yeah, <laughs> that's a, that's the greatest part of that old fucking movie.
1: Um, <laughs> so this is kind of, and we we've talked about this. Um,
0: it's Superman, know, but an alcoholic.
1: Right, right. We we talked about um, you know the boys. Yeah. And uh Invincible. This is kinda like a precursor ju- the Jupiter. We talked about that last week, the week before, how it's like superheroes <coughs> but life sucks for them. Yeah. And it's like real world shit. Hancock was the first one to pull it off. Yeah. And it was it's it enjoyable to yeah, watch too. Yeah, like it it's was, a
0: fun thing to watch. Like he's like, yeah, he, he wants to kind of be a hero, but he also likes to drink and mm-hmm. he hates his life a little bit. So yeah.
1: Okay. So my number five was Bad Boys. Really? Freeze mother beecher. Yes, I really like Bad Boys. Bad Boys was my number five.
0: Uh, I put from my number five Enemy of the State. I, okay. I guess I do that one. Uh, it's okay. A, it's yeah. a pretty enjoyable Will Smith drama. You know, it's very he's young very early on, so mm-hmm. you know, I, I kind of like it, yeah.
1: Okay, my number four, and I'm getting in my top four are just real good. Real good. My number four is I am Legend. Number four. Yeah, look at yeah, this. Number look four. at this. I love. We did not, folks. We did not do this ahead of no, time. We did not. No. I love I am Legend. I really do too. It's such a I good really do movie, too.
0: and we I've talked about it before a lot with you. It's so. It's one of those few movies that's so completely different from the book, but still fucking good. Like it's still like a good watch. Like he like if you haven't seen I am Legend, he's a scientist. During like a pseudo-zombie apocalypse where he's immune to it and he's trying to fight, figure out the cure mm-hmm. for it. They're kind of zombies, but they're not so sort of... So here's the thing. They're like, like a different species. Like you a, you aren't a big fan
1: of zombie media. We've talked about it nauseum no, Nauseam on the show. Not really. But in the book, they were kind of like vampires. Yeah. But they I, turned them into zombies for the movie. <laughs> but they're kind of like zombie slash vampires. I
0: You know what? I thought about this. They're not really zombies. They are... Uh, almost like a different evolution of humanity like some type of virus or something infected them and mm-hmm. maybe changed their DNA so now they're almost like a different like like it's almost like humans split off into humans and now whatever this new kind of creature is that dominates the earth now so
1: yeah I'm curious to see how close we get here at the end here all right
0: number three number three I have bad boys too okay I, that's not mine
1: oh shit Bad Boys 2 is a fucking quotable movie for me. I love Bad Boys 2. I I like Bad Boys a lot. Bad Boys 2 I enjoy even more. Bad Boys 3, eh, very, very average. But Bad Boys 2, incredible. I don't think I've seen Bad Boys 3. Eh, well, you might coming up here. You might have to coming up here. But yeah, Bad Boys 2 is awesome. So funny. Martin Lawrence and Will Smith together are a great buddy cop. They really are. Yeah.
0: I've seen Martin Lawrence on a hot minute besides Bad Boys 3. I haven't seen him do anything yeah. recently so uh my number 3 uh now Guilty Pleasure of mine. Okay. It's a movie I loved as a child so I can still watch it today and get some enjoyment out of it. Wild Wild West.
1: Wild Wild West almost made my list. It might be my number 11. Guilty Pleasure. It's a
0: fun, it's it's not good. No. But it's fun to watch uh, Will Smith Galavet as like a as a Precursor to like the Secret Service, like yeah. it's it's really fun to watch him go around. It's it's a great movie.
1: Now I'm curious to see if our number twos and number I have one. a feeling they're going to be the exact. I same. think so too because my number two is Men in Black. Yes, my
0: number two is Men, Men in, in Black.
1: Black is fucking incredible. That is an amazing it's movie. So isn't? good,
0: <laughs> like even all the campiness of it. Just mm-hmm. Men in Black and uh, what's his name terrible name Scott help me Lee jones Tommy Lee Jones like those two together surprisingly fun surprisingly yeah. good it's a it's basically a buddy cop movie but with aliens and it's fun I love it's it. it's
1: great it's great I could watch that movie it's one of those ones if it's on I'm watching it
0: it's one of those ones where if you remember like old stars back like 10 15 years ago that they used they had like the stars channel on cable yes and they would run like the same movie back to back to back like four five different times. I could probably watch that almost every single time. Like yeah, pu- just put it on there and do that. I agree. What? Number one, Independence best, Day. Yes, the best Wilson movie. Independence Day. I just watched this movie like two weeks ago. Shit, it's so great. good. Now that's he's a, so good. That's in it. him and Jeff Goldblum together. Amazing. That's a quotable movie. Very that is quotable. a very quotable. Oh, uh, Welcome I'm, to Earth.
1: As I look at my list. A lot of his films are very, very quotable. Yes. Yeah. Independence Day. That's
0: funny about that Independence Day, which I didn't realize when I was a kid. When you're a kid, you don't pick up on certain things. You don't really watch certain things and and pick the stuff out. But watching it as an adult, I realized for some reason when I was a kid watching this movie, I thought Jeff Goldblum and Will Smith, they were like best friends. Like they somehow knew each other. And like they just became best friends, but like I mean, they might be friends in real life. Yeah, but what I, my point is, like, they're characters in the movie. I, I was like, oh, they're 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 good friends, like that stuff. And then rewatching the movie, I'm like, they didn't fucking meet each other until like. Like they they met each other for like five minutes before they went on that they spaceship They had to go and to spend and that, space. They met each other. They literally met each other when he was We got shooting.
1: to work on our communication. Yeah. When he was <laughs>
0: shooting the can off the spaceship to prove that he could take the shields down. Like that's when they met each other and I'm, and they had this great rapport and I'm like, Oh, these guys are best friends.
1: You really think you can fly this thing? You really think you do all that bullshit you just said? <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh hey, it's such a fucking great movie. Not to not until the fat lady saying <laughs>
1: fat lady. Mm.
0: I heard no fat lady. <laughs>
1: Enough of the fat lady. You're obsessed with the fat lady. They're She's... both from Pennsylvania. so really? maybe yeah. Jeff Goldblum's from Pittsburgh. I knew and, that. And uh, Will Smith's from Philadelphia. That's great. That's West great. Philadelphia. Born and raised. Born and raised. Speaking of, I, had, I...
0: <coughs> what do you think about Fresh Prince of Bel-Air? I love Fresh Prince. Oh, so good, I love right? Fresh Prince. Love it. So good. Apparently, so there was two different actors played the mother of that household. Aunt and Viv. I, yes, Aunt Viv. One of them, I th- I can't remember the first one or the second one. Apparently, did not get along with Will Smith. The first one, it was the yeah. first one, did not get along with Will Smith at all for some reason. Maybe she was like, "Oh, he's being a silly goofster, and I'm a serious actress." I don't know what it was, but apparently, they didn't get along together at all.
1: Yeah, they recast her after the first or second season, um, and nobody
0: gave a shit. Nobody cared.
1: Nobody really noticed. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't notice. I was going to go. I did far. not notice. <laughs> I didn't notice as a kid. But now, as an adult, I'm like, oh, clearly they did. They're not the same person.
0: You didn't notice that. You were just watching the Carlton. Like
1: Terrence Howard and Don Cheadle are not the same person. No, no. Edward Norton and Mark Ruffalo are not the same person. And yet, we still have the MCU. It's a
0: multiverse, man. That's that's all it is. You know, we we just start We filmed the one Hulk in this universe, and they filmed the next Hulk in that universe. That's all it is. That's all it is. So anyway, that being aside. Gemini Man didn't hit your list. Gemini Man did not make my list. But I enjoyed it. Yeah, it's a pretty good... It's not bad. It was action-packed. And... Um, Do you know it, what I loved about it? Tell his, me. His son wasn't in it. It wasn't one of those shoehorned uh, roles for him and his son to, to kind of work together. Because they could have easily easily done... So, if After Earth didn't make your list. No, it didn't. <laughs> didn't make mine either. So, I, I, if this movie was made in the 90s... I could see and they were the same age, I could see Will Smith playing his character, the old guy, and then Jaden Smith them trying to shoehorn him him shoehorn him in as like the younger Will Smith character and try to say, Oh, that's Will Smith when he was young. I don't think Jaden was born in the nineties. But what I'm saying is if, if this it was were a nineties movie yes, they yeah. could do something they would do something like that. Right, right. Huh. They did that, they youngified Will Smith.
1: They did. They used that like Snapchat filter that makes you look look thirty years younger. <laughs> Yeah, I'm like, hey, not bad.
0: And then all that data, all that data was sent to China after yeah,
1: that. Yeah, I mean, that's all. Whatever, whatever.
0: But uh, what do you fo- think of the movie, though? Like, like overall. Like- I
1: mean, it was it was a Brockheimer. It was it was an action pack, just a whole bunch of bullshit. He is a uh, former like CIA DIA operative who was uh, sniper sniper who was really badass. Yeah, who was ready to retire <laughs> and. Just knew too much, and the government decided to, to whack him. But he turns out to be pretty unwhackable because he's such an amazing soldier and whatever. So they have to go to this secret program that years before they would stole his blood and cloned him. Spoilers
0: the Gemini program. The Gemini.
1: So they send a younger him out to kill the older he's a, him. He's a clone. Yeah. He's he, a clone. It's,
0: it's a clone thing.
1: He's a clone uh just for the fight scene between himself on the motorcycle that was cool was so fucking radical that
0: was so fucking cool it could never happen in real life even though with the most talented people could never happen in real life but it's so choreographed that it's so cool here's a problem i had it almost
1: they're just regular people
0: yeah they're just regular. they're not super, they're not captain but america
1: but it was like they had superpowers. yeah how fast they could run how strong they were it when they had those close-up fight scenes especially the one that was like in the crypt or whatever it was they were hand-to-hand combat underground
0: in uh paris or, yeah, yeah yeah uh budapest. Or in- or Bud- yeah, budapest yeah
1: they were just it looked like they were ha- they were going faster than a human being can move yeah I didn't like that. It didn't look realistic. Climbing up roofs, doing parkour, but like the most insane parkour I've ever seen.
0: Yeah. Like, it just... it just, There was one thing I did enjoy about it, and I maybe maybe I'm misremembering it, but it felt like there weren't as many jump cuts as you would normally see in an action movie. Most action movies like this, the camera's constantly jumping, jump, just jumping around, so you don't even know what's going on. Mm-hmm. It felt like... Not all the time, but a lot of the time there were somewhat less jump cuts. There was a lot more like continuous action going on throughout the There
1: were definitely fewer jump cuts than the movie that I gave you, which yes. <laughs> we could talk about that. But uh it... Yeah, it was it was good. It was entertaining, it was fun. That's what I want. Quizzes,
0: we have the we have two movies where the actors play multiple characters, kind of. Oh shit. Yeah, we didn't we didn't plan this at no. all. Hey, Fuck what yeah. Is...
1: That's the kind of shit that I like. I like...
0: Hit the subscribe button. I Get love... this shit every week. <laughs> I love when a plan comes to fruition. <laughs> well, I don't know. I I Like you, I enjoyed the movie. I thought it was a... It's a good mindless action movie to watch. And that's what I wanted, and it was good, and it was There fun. was yeah. one super soldier in that whole movie, though. The end of the movie, when Will Smith and young Will Smith team up, and the dude sends the other Will Smith... Who's in the helmet? That's was a, he fucking, a super soldier. He was not. He wasn't like enhanced strength, but he was uh, in. I guess enhanced in the way of they he, got rid of all his fears, he, his emotions, pain. and pain and everything. else. So he, he didn't feel, feel anything.
1: pain. He had no emotions, which he had meant no he could fear. just keep going and didn't right. feel anything. But he was like leaping from building to building. He was. And I'm like... That dude was doing shit. Did they shit. give him superpowers? Because that dude was doing who some Who can nonsense? do that? Yeah. I was like, that's bonkers. Yeah. But it's a movie. It's not real. It, it was fun. And
0: then at the end of the movie, young Will Smith goes to college. He goes to college. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Good for him. So old Will Smith is now on paper his dad. Even though the same person, he's like his dad. Hmm. That's interesting.
1: I liked it. Thanks for that one.
0: Yeah, you're welcome. So it's my turn. Yeah, uh, you gave me the movie What Happened on Monday, and I you talked about this movie a long time ago, and I mm-hmm. put it on my Netflix list. I just never got around to watching it. Um, same, same kind of vein. Actor, actress plays multiple people. In this movie, basically, it's about a dystopian future yep. where overpopulation has its, uh, reached its critical, and so now the government has now put in this new um, policy where families can only have one child, and if there's any siblings out there, the family keeps. I'm assuming the eldest child, and the rest of the siblings go into this new program where they essentially put them in cryosleep. In quotes, I'll tell you about that later. Um, but they put, some, put them in cryo sleep so that at a future time when the earth has solved its problems, they can be, you know, you might be dead, but they'll live on and they'll come out of cryosleep sleep and yada, 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 all that other nonsense. And it's basically about um, this grandfather whose daughter gave birth to seven children. Mm-hmm. And he she gave birth to them at like the secret underground facility that is against the policy. And so he kind of like takes care of them. And. For some reason, I feel like this is very lazy. Seven kids gives him the name of the seven days of the week. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. You know, that's that's kind of what it is. Very lazy of Willem Dafoe to do that. Willem Dafoe's in it. He's great. But Willem he's not, Defoe, he's not yeah. in it a lot, though. I wish he was in it more.
1: Willem Dafoe and Glenn Close are in this movie. Yes. But
0: not a lot. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Can't remember the name of the actress's she, uh, name.
1: The main character. Was she in... Uh... Girl with the dragon tattoo. I should.
0: She might have been. I gotta really look up her IMDb. Hold on, uh, second. she was in. She was in. I know. I've seen some, her before. Yeah. Uh, she, hold
1: on I, a second. I think she might have been the girl from "Girl with the Dragon Tattoo."
0: What happened to money? Her name is. Uh, She's not American. Numi Rapace. I'm sorry. I'm butchering that name. She's I know.
1: Pretty sexy.
0: She's, oh yeah. I mean, if you're judging all your actresses based on how they look, yeah, she's very good looking. Well,
1: I'm just saying, she's attractive. I'm just giving
0: you shit. Calm down, dude. Okay. Um, She is very attractive. Um, And in this movie, she plays... It's really cool. She's able to play basically seven different roles. Each twin sister... It's kind of like their own personality. You've got the sexy, slutty one, quote-unquote, who turns out to not really be slutty because right. she's never had sex with anybody. And then you've got the nerdy one, the badass one, the one who's a little rebellious, the one who's always, like, goody-two-shoes, that kind of that kind of nonsense. Right. Essentially, the premise of the story is he raised them in this society to say, okay, whatever your name is, that is the day of the week that you go out. And it's a futuristic movie, so they have, like, super technology where, like they have implants in like their arms or whatever. So like, it's like an iPad that peers up on their hand. And so they can record everything they see. And the idea is each sister, whenever they go out, they come back and they kind of like brief their sisters on what happened, so that when the next sister goes out, they know what's going on. They won't be surprised. It's kind of the premise of the story. Um, so one of the sisters spoilers betrays all the other sisters because she wants to have like a real life. She falls in love and gets pregnant with, uh, by this one guy and wants mm-hmm. to have like a real life. And the basic premise of the story is, you don't find out about this till the end, but she betrays the sisters yeah. so that she can have a normal life. I saw that happening so fucking early in the movie. I caught that way. I don't know, I don't know about you.
1: I didn't. The first I caught time that, I watched it.
0: I caught that. There's the moment whenever they're able to hack into the servers of the... Um, Organization that's uh, behind this And they see um, One of the sisters in bed Like with her back And she's covered up And like the uh, her, the blanket And stuff like that And they were like Oh that's Monday There she is Monday Monday's the one that went missing There's Monday That's where she is I was like That ain't fucking Monday That's Tuesday 100% And then I was like Monday's behind it all She betrayed them And that's the moment I was like Okay there it is I will say this about this movie And this I don't know how you felt about this But I thought it was a little weird They treated the fact they had seven siblings as if they were clones because they were often sisters left and fucking right at the end of the movie there's only two sisters left out of seven Mm -hmm. they were often people like they were fucking disposable and I was like that's a little weird like I would have liked I'm having some of the sisters die yeah that's kind of expected in this kind of story but like like real early on they were just like killing sisters left and I was like holy shit like this is this weird um it's a good action movie. I didn't really get into it till like halfway towards the end, though. The first half of it, I was kind of like, "eh." It's my problem with it is, it's a dy- dystopian future movie. We've seen these; these are a dime a dozen. We, 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 Matrix, Hunger Games, Blade Runner. You got to do something really fucking unique, like off the off the wall unique in order to like really grab me when it comes to these dystopian future type movies like we have Mad Max stuff like that i think the idea of overpopulation and you know seven sisters coincidentally being born at this time who are going to take down the system it's not a unique enough idea for a movie for me to be like this is a great movie mm-hmm. it's a fun watch it's fine but like
1: there was a lot of action in your movie just like there was a lot of action in mine yeah there's tons mine.
0: there's tons of action yeah there's, There's a lot of action. I I
1: would say it's probably an action film.
0: It's very much an action film. But like, as far as like the dystopian theme movies, it's not unique. You're not getting anything unique in here. It's it's a dime a dozen kind of movie. It's fun to watch. Give it a try. Give it a watch. And if you like mindless action movies, it's it's kind of mindless. The ending is pretty cool. I I do enjoy when it gets the ending and they turns out the person who's behind the program is running for parliament. It's in England, I'm assuming. So they're running for parliament. And so they find out that they're not actually putting the siblings in cryosleep. This is the fucked up part. This is the part of the movie where it's like, holy shit. Yeah. I did not see this coming. They find out that they're not actually putting the siblings in cryosleep. They're cryosleep. They are incinerating them. Yeah, They are putting them in this this locked coffin type thing. It's capsule, whatever. And they're knocking them out and they're putting in the sleep. And then when they're knocked out in their sleep, they incinerate them. And that's what they do to the siblings. And I'm like, holy shit. Like there's little kids. These are, these are just kids. adults. These are, these are children. These are yeah. your, your kids age. These are eight, nine, 10 no. year olds, five year olds, whatever. They're incinerating this. I'm like, holy fucking shit. And this woman who's running for parliament, who's like behind this whole system, Glenn Close's character It's Mm like holy shit And that's kind of like the premise of the movie They they out her out And everything like that And they uncover the conspiracy and all this other stuff And that's how they they get her The weirdest thing though Was Glenn Close at the end of the movie Before she gets taken away She has like that one monologue moment where she's standing in front of people As if she's trying to justify her actions I'm like fuck this bitch She burned kids Alive
1: but in all honesty, I guarantee she still had supporters.
0: I'm sure she did.
1: Just like, look what's happening in the real world now with Trump. He still has his hardcore supporters after everything.
0: They're, they're going back in the closet a little bit. They're going, back in, they're going back in the underground a little bit. We're not hearing from Most them too of much. Them, but not too much. But there's still those supporters out there. And that's. That... They're going to die soon. Don't worry about them. I,
1: I, I get. Th- I'm just trying to draw a correlation to why Glenn Close's character, who turned out to be this horrible monster, still would have some support. And that's why at the end she was still ready to make that monologue to say, you know, I would have gotten away with it if it wasn't for you pesky
0: kids and that meddling dog. You meddling siblings. Yeah. So, like, overpopulation, I. It's not really—I've I've heard it's not really, like, that much of a problem as they thought it was going to be anymore because, like, more people today are having less kids.
1: Millennials aren't having kids like Millennials
0: the- and, like, those younger are have no even inclination yep. they want to have kids. Right. So I think that whole over—the worry of overpopulation and we're going to destroy the resources, I think it's going to be— it's going to be – there's going to be a different pro- problem involved in there where it's going to get to a point where we don't have enough people to do certain jobs or something like that because the population boom is not going to – And
1: they're not going to pay people enough, so nobody wants to do the yeah, job. Yeah, we so. talked about that last oh, week, sorry, Scott. Sorry, we talked sorry. about that last sorry. week.
0: That's um, still a good watch though. Yeah, um, yeah. Scott, let's pick our show or our movies for next week. Okay. Okay. So I decided and I'm happy about this one because I've been I wanted to give this to you a while ago but it went off streaming for services but it's back. It came back on Amazon Prime and I'm pumped to give it to you. I want you to watch the movie Tucker and Dale versus Evil on Amazon Prime. Okay? It's a it's a pretty interesting take on the horror genre.
1: Okay? I'm going to give you a movie a little outside the box here. Also on Amazon Prime video, you're gonna watch the movie Milk Money.
0: Milk Money. Yeah. One word or two? Two. Two Milk milk, Okay. Milk and money. All right. I didn't know. I look, I just wanna type it in properly so that I can find it and that there's gonna be no problems for next week. So that is Milk Money for me on Amazon Prime and Tucker and Dale versus Evil on Amazon Prime. For Scott.
1: Yeah, so before we let the people know and we wrap everything up here on the show, and you can tell them how they can listen and get a hold of us, Um, next week things are going to be a little bit different. For those of you who are watching us live on Facebook, uh, we are going to be broadcasting on Friday night instead of Saturday night. And next week is going to be our mid season break yeah we will be off for about a month because yours truly is going to be doing some traveling once school is out for summer um so enjoy yourselves we will be back in july uh maybe the end very end of june we haven't we haven't worked that details out there's gonna be some time we're gonna we're gonna be off for a few weeks when we get back we'll we'll wrap up the bad batch and get started on loki and We'll come back with our course of cinema, so it's going to be a little bit of a break. Uh, thank you guys for watching, especially live on Facebook Live and watching the the replays on Facebook and on uh, YouTube. YouTube. Uh, and Adam's going to tell you how else you can yeah. listen
0: to our show. I and we're going to be taking a bit of a break, but I'm still probably going to be doing some gaming content. For, I'm still going. To, I'm going to keep going truck away with mass effect Uh i got a couple of plans for things for uh different things to do on there too so it doesn't mean the youtube channel is going to be dead i still got stuff coming i'm I'm still plucking away um but if you want to get a hold of us email us for distraction at gmail.com you could uh message us and uh see our content on facebook and twitter search for distraction at podcast fyd We're on soundcloud um i think i've I have to double check with you, Scott. I think I fixed the links, so we should still be on iTunes and Spotify, uh, so head over there and search for 40 okay. Distraction. We should still be on Google Play. I'm going to double check and make sure that those are fixed, but you can still find us on, uh, like I said, YouTube and SoundCloud, definitely updated uh, shows. Electronicmediacollective.com, head over Absolutely. there. We are still a member of Electronic Media Collective, so head over there, search for us on there. Uh, links are in the YouTube description, and they are on the SoundCloud description, so mm-hmm. Just uh, click on that and you can listen to us. A lot of other really great podcasts on there. Like I said, we are on YouTube. I'm doing some content on there. We're doing the podcast on there. Um, So head over to YouTube and search. You might be able to search for distraction and come up with us. If you can't find us that way, search an episode name uh, with fall by for distraction until we get super popular. You can help. You can help us out with this until we get super popular. uh, That's going to be the way you're going to search it. So like share Comment, subscribe. The only way we grow is if you guys help us grow. We also want to thank the Rolling, uh, rolling Rock.
1: Oh, yeah. Beer of the show. There was the Rolling
0: Rock. Yes, sir. Good shit. Good shit, Scott.
1: Um, I'm also going to post on our Facebook page and our Twitter uh, links to the YouTube. So if you're having trouble finding it, the links will be on there. So yeah. I'm um, liking this
0: new the new live show. I yeah. love it. Yeah, absolutely, Scott. So have fun on your on your travels. I hope you come back with some great stories.
1: I, I plan on it. I plan on it, but we'll talk next week.
0: All right.